The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, yeah, mate. You're heading out for the day, right? What's the single most important thing you've got to bring with you? Uh, I left my phone at home once and uh, had the tickets on for where we were going, so that didn't end well. <laughs> That's grim. Now, nah, but obviously the most important thing, well, apart from, you know, bringing your actual child, <laughs> <Yeah>. is lunch. <laughs> because I tell you what, hungry kids equals a disaster. But I'm telling you, have you ever heard of uh, St. Pierre? Do you know what I have? And I do like a decent brioche and a baguette. They're a firm family favourite at a picnic in this house. Mate, brioche is a game changer. My kids love it. Whatever you're preparing, it makes the world a difference. Available in selected co-ops and a car though, so you can get it delivered straight to your front door. A Dadsnet original podcast. The North-South Dad Vibe Podcast with Adam and Cockney John. Hello from the North-South Dad Vibe. Boom, Adele smashed it. <laughs> I am your host, Adam, and I am joined by a friend and a drinking partner of a couple of days ago, uh, which we will hmm. be letting you in. You know, we will be peeling the curtain back on what life is like when two absolute plastic goats go on a an all-day drinking session uh, but i'm joined by the man the myth mr cockney john how are you oh, yeah, i'm still rough bruv you're still rough we went out yeah. like five days ago <laughs> it, it, it has really hurt me i'm not surprised it i'm not surprised really but we will me. get on to telling you everything that went down on our on our all day uh, but in today's episode, we have got some more questions for CJ in what I like to call QT CJ. We're then going to give you a movie. Rec- <laughs> then going to give you a movie recommendation, Uberfax, and then we'll end with Courtney John's horoscope. So all that to really look forward to. I mean, you all should be very excited, uh, and it's all going to happen on the North South Dad Vibe podcast. The North South Dad Vibe podcast with Adam and Courtney John. Okay, so we always start with a little bit of a catch-up, and to be honest, we don't actually need to catch up, do we? Because uh, it was, like I said, it was five days ago. Uh, it'd been planned for a long time um, that we were going to go out. We've not been out together in, like, as in, like, properly. We uh, worked uh, it out, didn't we? It was yeah, over a year. It was, it was a long, long time. So we decided to go into town, and uh, yeah, and it was. <sighs> It was heavy, wasn't it? Yeah. It was tough. Yeah, I mean, the first drink was tequila. 
Yeah, the first. Yeah, it was the first. It was a pint of San Miguel. Cheeky tequilas. Yeah, a couple San of Miguel. Tequilas, yeah, and, and I then, hate tequilas as well. But then you see, I I like whiskey, but I don't shot whiskey. I sip it. Yeah, and yeah. And you made me shot what I'm still convinced was a treble. <laughs> it was it was half a glass of Jameson's. Well, I mean, the thing is, we saw some scenes the other night. So basically, we went out and it was right in the mix of, you know, summertime and loads of people were out. So what we did was we went on an all-day drinking session, met a few guys who we used to work with, and then we went to we went to bowling. Okay, this is the story for you. This is the story for the app. Now, we were, we were bowling on lane four, right? And then on lane two were these group of like 18-year-olds. They were clearly younger lads. Because it was A-levels day, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So they were clearly younger lads and they were getting a bit rowdy. And anyway, we're there playing our game. Now, let's be honest, mate, as, you know, those lads were being a little bit ridiculous, but yeah. harmless, Whereas, what did you do on your third bowl? <laughs> well, can you tell? Can you tell everyone here what a thirty-eight-year-old cut me? Let's John just did? set the stage first. By this stage, we'd be by the time we got to bowling, we'd be drinking for what six hours, six seven hours, yeah. and I mean, gone, gone is the only word that can describe yeah. where my head was. True, and uh, so yeah, so. I'd, Got myself ready, had me uh, £12 ball already. <laughs> I was all happy, line myself up, tried to aim it like they do in the films, you know, where you hold it up like yeah, that yeah. as if I was a pro. Swept me uh, arm back, swept me leg back. And then, but what I did do was I forgot to let go of the ball. So it dragged me <laughs> over and swung me about. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it was a good, like, Five to ten feet down the lane. <laughs> it was one of the. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen. This this guy, basically looking like he's having a fight with the ball, and he's getting flung about by this bowling ball. But the thing is, that was bad. But these group, this group on the lane or two lanes down from us, did something that I've only ever seen on like Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, like yeah, yeah. Bible. So basically what had happened was we were getting drinks. It's classic scan the app thing. Anyway, these lads on the other lane had scanned their app. They'd ordered drinks. And then they, the woman came over and refused them drinks. And we were all going, oh, let them off. You know, they're all right. They're not being that bad. But she was saying, no, they're being too rowdy. So then this one lad, <laughs> oh, just... <laughs> I can't. The thing is, when you looked at him as well, he was like the quiet one of the group. Yeah, he was a quiet lad and it was his go. (laughs) And he just looked so annoyed that they weren't getting him drinks that he just wanted to like throw the ball as hard as he could. So then he ran (laughs) and launched the ball, but lost control of it. And it smashed the plasma TV screen that was keeping the score. I, so me, Cotney John, and a couple of other lads were stood in complete <laughs> shock like could not believe that that's just happened glass just kind of like down on the lane 
<laughs> and then suddenly this group of lads just absolutely darted, didn't they? And then <laughs> I think we got, they didn't even say nothing. It was just like time to go. I think we all kind of then appreciated the fact of why they got rejected for drinks. <laughs> I've genuinely never, ever seen anything. And then, obviously, so then we finished. We went off. Um, but tell them what happened. Tell them what happened before you realised that I'm actually good at one game. Oh, God, yeah. Do I have you to say so this? so angry. Yeah, yeah. Of course you've got to say it. Because it so, wasn't just that I won. I destroyed you. Yeah. So, basically, played Cockney John at pool. Um, I'm sick at pool. Unbelievably, yeah. I, 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 I did not know this. But Cockney John, credit where credit's due, he is good at pool. Considering I couldn't walk. It, it hurts me. <laughs> I mean, the funniest thing was, and uh, listen, cheaters never prosper, and I will firmly... You fully cheated as well, didn't you? <laughs> so I, was, he... I went to the toilet, and this is how drunk I was. When I went to the toilet, he just potted four of his balls, just put them down a pocket, and yeah, I had no idea when I got back. When I got back, I was when like, yeah, this I, is where I, the I game was, was. I got one of the other lads to kind of like back me up. Like, nah, he's been, he's been on an unbelievable run. And then <laughs> I missed my next shot. And then Cotney John just cleared up. It was a harrowing, sobering. Well, it wasn't really sobering. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah. Wish I've it not, was. I've not been sober for a while. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it, was, it was hard. So then we left there. And then we went to, I mean, we went to Yates's. I mean, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, what, that is old school, that, there? isn't it? And then we went from Yates's to the Chinese karaoke bar, love which is it. where love we always place. end up. It's insane. We just always end up there. I did a, uh, I did a rendition of Some Might Say by Oasis and got the crowd pumped. Uh, but yeah. then that was, I think that was all she wrote then. I, once I'd done that, it was time for Benny We had Rise. nothing left. We had nothing yeah. left. We were a couple of Ian Beals. We were both just... <laughs> I've got in nothing a, left. In a takeaway. <laughs> Can I have chips and cheese? I've got nothing left. <laughs> um, so there you have it. I mean, the thing is, it's... I'm finding myself when I drink now that, like, I just want to go to sleep. Like, I've, and I've never had it before. I used to be such the late bird. But Bro, now you I'm fell like... asleep in Yates's. You fell asleep outside Chinese karaoke. And I mean, to be fair, they should not have let us back into karaoke. <laughs> but they just kept letting us back in. It just, I just couldn't. I'm just always just tired. And that's the life <laughs> of a father of two in, in you know, summer holidays. Uh, but... Do you know what's so dangerous now, though? And I never realised this because I think... Because I haven't been out. Like, I only really got into paying for stuff with my phone during lockdown yeah and uh so it's the first night out i've gone on without taking cash with me and oh, yeah, mate it's, it's dangerous it's yeah. so dangerous it is yeah. so dangerous. if you've just got cash that's it you're done you know you know when you're done mate i just kept going i kept going it's so true you do need to be ultra careful because the, the table yeah. service as well when you just scan that qr code and you can get you don't know how much it costs do you the only positive and i know i've said this before is you get so you get so peppered that when you do your face id to pay yeah. it doesn't recognize you 
by the end of the <laughs> night, it wouldn't recognise us because our faces were so nowhere. I do remember one point because just for the listeners, I have cracked and I've uh, I've started a Tinder account as well, just oh. a free one. Yeah. Here we go, so, here we go, here we so go. So we gave we gave uh, Adam was like, oh, let me have a look what's going on on Tinder. Unlock your phone. So I unlocked my phone for it. Gave it to him. Three minutes later, we had 10 shots of, uh, <laughs> what was it? It was, <laughs> it was bright uh, green, whatever it, it was. Yeah, it, was like a, it was like apple sours on it. Apple sours. 10 shots of apple sours appeared. I was like, I thought you were doing Tinder. He was like, yeah, I got bored. <laughs> Completed it, mate. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there you have it, guys. As a little catch up this week, it was a heavy, heavy night, but it was lovely to catch up with. Uh, friends great, and obviously we were you know able to hopefully deliver you with some with some laughs there but let's get kicking this episode off with what i like to call qt with cj question time with john no that's so boring <laughs> mate do you want this podcast <laughs> to get cancelled i'm literally keeping us alive <laughs> right okay what was your favourite childhood toy? When I was young, we used to have these things, and anyone my age, it was one of them, you know, like crazies that lasts about like six a wooden months. abacus. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Yo, you and, a fossil man. <laughs> and I think they came after uh, Transformers. It was the same sort of thing, but they were called rock soldiers. Really. And so they looked like a rock, but then they transformed into, like, dinosaurs and stuff. So it definitely it sounds like, like a rip-off of Transformers. A massive, and just like massive literally rip-off. an early doors but, home bar, Aldi. But they didn't even turn into something, so it was either, it was either a dinosaur or a rock. <laughs> <laughs> there was no effort went into it at all. But I was obsessed with these things. And in fact, it was them and trolls, but old school trolls. As in like the ones that you put on the end of pencils? Well, yeah, but you could get bigger ones as well, but with they didn't have like... the new faces. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the old ones. And uh, yeah, I was I loved them. I had like an Elvis one. And uh, for some reason, my auntie bought me a ballerina one for like Christmas one year so that was a bit that that stayed at the back of the cupboard but I still played with it when my mates weren't there um, yeah I mean but I think yeah because we weren't like my house my dad was one of them you're not having a Nintendo right all there is to it didn't have a Nintendo didn't have a Sega uh, I think when I was about 10 because uh, my sister was into art and stuff and so we got her an Amiga and I had a couple of games on that, but it was mainly golf. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was, yeah. I mean, I, I, uh, I was, I liked a bit of Action Man when I was a kid. Like, I'm sure I had the really? boat. I'm sure I had the boat. Yeah, in the bath. I um, was never an Action Man uh, fan. Yeah, fair. I was a bit of an Action Man fan, and then obviously it was just wrestling figures. I was just oh yeah, massive yeah. I had the uh, Jake figures. the Snake one with the little rubber snake. Yeah, yeah. And like every now and then, I'd go on eBay to. Get try and get a Jake the Snake one, but they're so expensive yeah, now. Cause, like they're collectors. You sometimes items. you sometimes think about stuff like, that, don't you? Like imagine if you'd have just been tactical and put some stuff away. Yeah. Like and yeah. seen what but what what well, it could I, be worth. I've got a mate I work with who's got a load of uh, Beanie Babies. 
but he's got he's he's shown me some that they're like they're worth like eight hundred pounds. It's ridiculous. On eBay, and you're like, it's a mass-produced soft toy. Like, right, people are paying eight hundred for them. It's a joke. Well, it is a joke. But here's another joke for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm I'm absolutely questioning what this answer is going to be. What was the <laughs> best gift you've ever given to someone? Ooh. And don't say something dirty. Yeah, no, see, because I'm, I'm bad at gifts. Like, when I was married, like, it genuinely got to the point where Jules was like, look, John, I really appreciate the effort you put into this stuff, but just give me money. <laughs> because I don't like anything you've bought me, ever. I remember when you has. were. I remember when you were trying to buy one of your ex-girlfriends a present, and uh, she was a teacher, and you you oh, got Sophie. me to come with you. Yeah. Uh, to pick Sabo. something out, Thomas Sabo. I, I said it? to get a a little uh, what is it called? Lucky charm bracelet or whatever. Charms, yeah. Charms, yeah. And yeah, she liked little, cats, didn't she? So you I got, got her a little, little cat, cat and a little apple. If a yeah. teacher, yeah. And that, that was, went down. That was a good present. Man. And then yeah. you were just I, like, I, it was I all me. It, it was all me. You know, no, <laughs> no one no one told me about it. You'd literally never even heard of the shop before. Um, <laughs> so you, you're welcome for that. Um, the best gift I've given someone, do you know what? I'd probably say... I got uh I got like all the family. Me and Kim got all the family these like family trees like mm. and we cut out these little pictures and built this these little like kind of family trees up and like you go to you know my mum and dad's they've got theirs up. You go to Kim's nan's she's got hers up. My nana's got hers obviously you know yeah. God rest my grandma but she had hers up for until she passed. So I'd say that's the best gift. That's a decent. Yeah, but I'll tell you, do, do you want to know? Do you want to know what I did, right? And this is this is, if you're listening to this, uh, you will think to yourself now, "Oh my god, what a guy!" Just what a guy. <laughs> so I got a paper round when I was like fourteen. Oh, maybe a mm. bit younger actually, 13, 14. I used to go out and do the paper round every Sunday. My dad had sometimes come with me as well, but I'd do the paper round. I'd earn about a tenner. I think yeah. it was about a tenner every Sunday. I did it from September to December and mm. and collected every single tenner that I got. Didn't spend right. a penny of it, right? And it was all because when I was walking home from school and I went through like this Stretford Arndale, I saw in this uh, jewellers, there was a bracelet and a watch and, and they were 30 quid each. Um... But it looked amazing. I mean, I bet it was a yeah. piece of trash, but it looked so smart in the box. So I did that paper round, and I bought my nana, grandma, and my mum a watch and bracelet. Oh, set. nice. I know. I know, mate. That's, that's nice. That is what I'm about. I, do you know what? I've, I have thought of one more thing that I did. Go on. And it was, so my dad uh, used to have an old 1950, 1956 Bentley S1. Right. And I mean, that sounds more special than it is. They're beautiful cars, but they're not that expensive. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The condition ours was in. It was like 10 grand. He bought it with his uh, inheritance when his dad died. And I could never get the radio to work. And But he wouldn't put 
a modern radio in it. He wanted the original the old radio. And so I basically found out what was wrong with this car in secret and sourced an original aerial so but that had never been used so an original bentley aerial from 1956 that had never been used and uh he he was like he couldn't believe it that's like, that, that should have been your go to that's that's <clears throat> the one i mean I, that that that's that's a that's a great effort from you that Mate, you, you don't. You should have, have seen it as locker. well. You should have seen it. It it costs like a couple of hundred quid. This thing, just for an aerial, you know, like back when it came out, it'd probably been like three pounds or something yeah, like yeah. that. Because <laughs> it was this original piece that had never been used. It was, it was incredible. But then, um, unfortunately, got the Alzheimer's and it never actually got finished the project you know oh, of the really? car. but yeah it's one but it's one of them and he, he appreciated it well it's the initial it. appreciation that that, yeah. that you'll forever keep but we are going to move on now and give you another movie recommendation so stay with us okay so we are back and we're at the bit that gives me sleepless nights. We are at the movie trailer. <laughs> we will see what's in store this week. Cockney John, what we saying? What we saying, right. So, this week, Kirsten Dunst, single mum. Mm-hmm. Her daughter's bringing home her boyfriend for the first time. Right. And her boyfriend's dad happens to be Kirsten's ex-boyfriend from when they were at high school. That's such a that's such a long thing to think about. <laughs> right, okay. Mate, that's that is that is a plot right there for right, a okay. proper what is it, Kirsten summertime Dunst's, movie. Kirsten Dunst's daughter. Yeah. Right, okay. <clears throat> Coming this summer. Kirsten Dunn's daughter is going on a date, but can you believe it? The date is with Tobey Maguire's son. <clears throat> Get ready for a Spider-Man without the webs. Coming this summer, Kirsten Dunn's is gonna have to decide. <laughs> In fact, I don't know what she's gonna decide because <laughs> I am completely losing the plot. But make sure you go and see this classic film. It's called... I effed your dad, daughter's boyfriend. <laughs> PG. Yeah. Rated universal. I Do you know what? I just want to take. I'd go and see that. Mate. If there's a film called that, I'd That's see that. Sick. I have to um, have had but I do want to just take I do want to just take this opportunity to apologize to everyone for <laughs> what keeps happening. I love it. I've actually started to enjoy it now. Right. Well, I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad there's one person in the world. Um anyway, Movie recommendation this week, and again, we do, we don't like to dwell on this for too long because what we like to try and do is give you a really quick one bam, thank you, ma'am. Uh, there's your film recommendation yep. to watch with your story kids. of my life. Yeah, classic Cockney John, uh, <laughs> and and then yeah, hopefully you will go off and you will rewatch it or watch it uh, for the first time, or uh, your kids watch it for the first time. So. 
quite a few weeks ago, we did a certain film called Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, which is an all-time classic. Uh, the star of that film, God rest his soul, Mr. Robin Williams, he, he's got a, a list of pure, you know, just absolute Classics, top draw classics yeah and i don't think i've seen a bad film with him in it i have to be honest uh i, I what have you gonna go with what are you gonna go with that's about that old dogs <laughs> i forgot about that is that yeah. the one with um with john travolta to, yeah. It, it, yeah it's yeah i mean you know, listen. Everyone, everyone has a bad. Look at look at me with those movie trailers. Everyone has a bad time. Everyone has a bad, you know, a bad thing. But, uh, but this movie that we are going to talk about, it's not old dogs, uh, because yeah, stay clear of that one. That's what they should have called this podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> old dirty mutts. Um, yes, the film that we are going to talk about is. Oh, my days. Now, this takes me right back to 1995. And, and I can I feel that people will... And actually, it stars Kirsten Dunst, which, again... It does, yeah, great, yeah. It's one great, of our first, yeah. wasn't it? After so, an interview with a vampire. It is the absolute worldie of a film called Jumanji. Oh, now, so good. So good. Original Jumanji. Original 95 Jumanji. Now, your children will be very familiar with the new Jumanji, the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, the Jumanji The Next Level, uh, which I actually really enjoy. I like I like both of them. I love I like the both cast. Of them, but I feel like both of them are more like a vehicle for Kevin Hart and The Rock to play off their bromance that the which social media I have, which I have nothing stuff. against because I love the pair of them. But um, the original Jumanji was such a great story. Yeah, I think you know they could have they could have been films on their own, couldn't they? They didn't need mm. to be Jumanji. But anyway, they, it is what it is, and we're talking about the original, the Jumanji, where classic, 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 Alan Parrish, uh, played by Robin Williams, disappears as a kid, comes back out of this magical board game as an adult. Finds his own his old flame, and then they have to work to kind of break the spell. Uh, basically, have to finish the game, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they have to finish the game. I mean, the rules just, are you finish the game. It's just such a great film. Like, there's, we don't need to sell it. We don't need to tell people why they need to watch it. If you haven't watched the original Jumanji, then what and are the, you actually? The little boy at? gets a tail. The little boy does get a tail, and. Here's a funny one for you. I made this reference the other day, right? I was in London. I was going to a. Uh, I was going to a wedding, and when we arrived in London, me and three other lads uh, were walking up this hill uh, to go to our accommodation. Yeah. And the lads who I was with are quite, you know, the, like current rugby players, fit and healthy. Yeah. I'm obviously not fit and healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're walking at a pace up this hill and I'm running I'm kind of at the back. Yeah. And then as we got to the thing, we got to the accommodation, I said I said I, I just said this line, I said, Oh my god, that walk was grim. I felt like that rhino at the back of the Jumanji herd. <laughs> you know the one that's like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, just... uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 
it's such a such a silly joke, but it still makes you laugh every oh, so, time. So so crucial. Uh, so there you have it, guys. Nineteen ninety-five. Robin Williams. Jumanji. It. It's just so. It's just so good. Just. Do so, you know what so I bought though? I bought the game. Uh, it was supposed to be like the Jumanji game. And obviously in the film, it's this like beautiful wooden box with, you know, everything's painted and all that and these sort of pieces that yeah, yeah. When they automatically roll to the place and stuff like that. So I got the game for Christmas. The cheapest piece of plastic you've ever seen. It was, firstly, it hardly ever worked you were supposed to be able to it was supposed to send messages up on this little screen in the middle you couldn't read it <laughs> like at all the pieces i tried doing that thing like you know rolling them so they landed in the right place nah they were just really thin plastic that disappeared off under why the would you think it that was... a cheap board game would actually well, be the magical jumanji well it was advertised on telly would it it was like now you can play jumanji at home but i was like Oh yeah, I really want that because I was obsessed with the film. You're such a target oh. demographic to sell absolute yeah, rubbish. Yeah. I'm the reason they sell sweets at the end of the uh, counter in Marks and Spencers or something <laughs> like. Because if you put, I could go into Marks and Spencers and be fine, but if you put Percy Pigs at the end of the till, I'm buying them and I'm buying the new flavors. I'm even trying the vegan ones. <laughs> why not why not but we do need to get a move on because we are running out of time and we need to get through our two last features and the first one of the last two is the uber facts here we go the north south dad fight podcast with adam and company john uber fact number one you might know this as well because it's dog related oh. uh, dogs may pretend to be sick just to get more attention from their owners. <laughs> Are you having that? Uh, I mean, I'm looking at my two dogs now. Nah, no, I'm not having that. It just How does me... a dog pretend to be sick? What, like dry retching? It just makes me laugh. Just like you just literally sat there not giving your dog any attention because you're watching Jumanji or playing the game in 38, <laughs> which is pretty weird. And then you, you're literally just like, your dog's just suddenly like, <coughs> you look over it's just kind of like ah, i'm not feeling too clever you know you know like the classic like remember where people used to people used to give you advice about how to bunk off school and yeah. it was like or oh, pour vegetable soup down the toilet and it'll look like you've thrown up did you ever really? get told that? <laughs> yeah, that, nah, man, nah. yeah yeah or like i just didn't go <laughs> or like put your head on the radiator so you got a temperature Oh, like oh, like they did in like Ferris Bueller. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like with the thermometer on the light bulb. And yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh my it, god, you're boiling. You're literally boiling. <laughs> <laughs> Better have a day off. We're not call. We're not calling an ambulance. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just, but it, it just feels like it just makes me laugh because the funniest thing is. On this fact, it says dogs may pretend to be sick just to get more attention from the owners. The picture is a dog with a th- thermometer in its mouth and an ice pack on its head. And I'm just like, what? Um, I actually I actually had to give my mum's dog uh, the Heimlich once because she was chewing on a uh, lamb chop bone. Or was and, she? Uh, yeah. <laughs> or Did was she just she? want yeah. your arms around her? But, yeah, but she started joking and my mum's like, ah, what's going on? So I literally had to, and she's only a little shit, so 
And I, I call it the Heimlich. I literally had to pick her up and just sort of squeeze her really hard. <laughs> it did work, though. It did work. She's fine. And then she, she literally coughed it up. And I'll put her down, give her a little stroke, and she went straight back over to try and eat it again. Oh, it's classic, <laughs> isn't it? Classic pop. Uh, so here we go, second Uber fact. <clears throat> the most popular prison currency, what would you say? Fags. Right? Is no longer cigarettes. Oh. It's now ramen noodles. Ah, right now. Because I'm obsessed with these, you know, world's toughest prisons and stuff yeah. like that. And, uh, so are we saying this is so true? I'm going to say true, yeah, because what happened about, I think it was about 20 years ago, and uh, people will probably have seen this prison because the warden came in and he basically only made two rule changes. One rule was that they had to wear pink uh, prison clothes. So like, if you've ever seen the pictures of inmates wearing pink clothes... It's from his prison. I'm sure it's in Texas. But the other rule was that he banned tobacco. And so what that did was like within six months or something, the drug drugs problem was virtually non-existent because everyone was so desperate to get tobacco in because everyone smoked. And so it got rid of the drugs problem, essentially. I mean, it, obviously it still existed. It's a massive prison, but it was nowhere near as bad so a lot of prisons followed suit and basically banned tobacco and so ramen noodles is because they're cheap in it but it's a decent meal yeah i i don't i don't i'm trying to what are ramen noodles like these basically it's a pot noodle yeah but in the little packets yeah i mean that's definitely in america what they're talking about there is defo in america because we call i don't know what we just have them little square packets, don't we? Yeah, like super noodles. Yeah, super noodles. Yeah, it's oh, basically is that what it is? Super, just super noodles. noodles. Yeah, uh, they are decent super noodles. super noodles. Yeah, and if all you're getting is like, especially American prison food, it costs they, their meals cost something like three p or look something. How, look at your knowledge of prisons, it's mate. Like I been, love like them programs. <laughs> I love their programs. They're brilliant. Okay, <laughs> I had so- a mate. I had a mate who uh, he went to prison, and when he got there, he became pescatarian. What's because, that? Because uh, so he'd only eat fish. All right. Because the fish has to be fresh, or it stinks. So yeah. So it, and it was uh, it. That's a big thing in English prisons, is that they uh, become pescatarian because you get fresher food, then you get you get a decent meal. There you go, guys. I mean, I'm guessing you've, <laughs> you get you, you get tips you've for probably, everything. You've probably <laughs> learned more in this episode than you ever have. Um, but listen, we are about to finish with Cotney John's horoscope. Let's hope that it doesn't uh, put him in an American prison because that would be awkward. Uh, but here we go. This is a whirlwind day for you. You will finally feel like you're getting things back on track, Capricorn. Any lag you've felt in the past few days will be eliminated. Your engine is in high gear. (laughs) You have more of a sense of what you want. Don't be so concerned with how you're going to get it. Focus more on defining it precisely. Right. Firstly, what is going on with these uh, horoscopes? Wasn't last week about being on track as well? Yeah, they love a train metaphor. 
I love a train metaphor on these horoscopes. I know what I want. What I want is very simple. Very simple. I want my boy to be happy. I want to be able to spend time with him. And recently, I want to go fishing. <laughs> that, that's, Still that's no mention of you want someone to someone to share your life with. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I love that. Someone <laughs> to have a cuddle with, you know, when you get home and uh, how's your day been? That conversation, because honestly, even Truffle. I mean, my other dog Teddy was never interested, but even Truffle's getting fed up with me talking to him. Do you know? What, <laughs> do you know what's funny? Do you know why I think you haven't um, been able to find a suitor yet? Why? Go on. Because your engine is in high gear. <laughs> mate, just... <laughs> Slow down. Mate, just go back to one. Go back to get what first gear. Like, you're up on five. It's too much. Have you ever known me out of first gear? No. Let's be honest. <laughs> Let's be in honest. In every aspect of your being, no. <laughs> um, but... We are out of time, guys, and uh, we really do hope you've enjoyed that lot, lot of uh, lot of stuff thrown at you there. <laughs> and for more information on parenting, if you've got something to share, follow us on Facebook, the North South Dad Vibe Podcast Group, and of course, don't forget to check out dadsnet.com. Woo, dadsnet for all things dad and parenting related. Now, if you could really do us a favour, if you've liked this podcast, uh, please do give us a five star rating. Subscribe and leave us a lovely review wherever you normally listen. Now, we will finish with final thoughts from Mr. CJ himself. If you ever go to prison, become pescatarian. <laughs> Who do you think listens to this? There's not going to be some, right. there's not Sorry, gonna be some no, crook yeah, in prison right, just being like... Parents, right? No, I tell you what, mate. <laughs> tell you what, mate. Listening to this guy, right? And he was telling me about that. Like, how the fish is fresh in it. <laughs> Sick in it. <laughs> Joke shot. Alright, no, no, alright. A parented tip. If your child ever goes to prison, tell them to become pescatarian. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, guys, but there you go. I hope you're all having an amazing week. Take care of yourselves. In a bit. The North South Dad Fight Podcast with Adam and Cockney John. A Dad's Net Original Podcast. <laughs>